Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Good morning, and this is the conversation of Friday's conversation with Steve and Sean all the way from wherever we are in the United States of America and wherever you are in the world. So We haven't figured it out yet. We haven't figured out where we're at yet. We, we just dislocate, dislocated. That's right. <laughs> no, no, we know exactly where we are. So um, we don't know where everybody else is, but glad to have you with us. Glad you're listening in on our podcast uh, and our live video. Oh, it's not live, on our video. And um, we are just kicking off a discussion here with uh, Steve having a pertinent point um, in the midst of some of the things that we're facing right now in our country. And it's not, the thing about it is, Steve, it's not just, yeah, it's blatant, but it's happening. Right, everywhere. Right. Yeah, it's now, right now, it's very blatant, very in-your-face kind of situation. So you were saying, sorry to have interrupted you. No, 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 that's quite all right, because uh, this is how we usually start off our Fridays is we start talking about something and say, oh, we should probably record this. Yes, that's exactly so, it. Um, the main thing is, is that uh, fear begins to pile up on the top of everything else. And so as the fear begins to pile up, uh, people begin to be motivated by that fear. Uh, whether to pray or whether to do something or whatever else. Um, there's a group of guys that are uh, going to be getting together tonight just for prayer over the phone. Um, but one of the things we were talking about is the fact that you can't take these things as a shotgun type of, of effect whenever you go to pray for these things. You, we need to trust the Holy Spirit at this point to be like a bird dog that'll go and flush something out specifically a particular bird so to speak so that we can shoot at it otherwise all you're doing is just shooting in the air and paul says that very specifically he says i don't fight as one just battling the air you know just just buffeting the air i'm gonna i'm gonna be specific in where i throw my punches and so to be able to find out exactly what we need to speak to this hour this day this minute and not to ask God for these things, but as sons of God, to take back territory, to speak right directly to things, uh, to take down and take back, take down the enemy, but take back uh, property or territory that is rightfully ours. Because uh, you've talked about that before, you know, take dominion. We're supposed to take dominion for crying out loud. So this is the way to do, I mean, this is the way I know to do it right now. Uh, because it's in our hand to do it this way. Uh, maybe at some other point that'll change, but for right now, uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We don't wrestle against Pelosi's and the Schumer's and the, you know, the Bidens and all them. We, we wrestle against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness. And so to take it to that level, to take it to that, uh, that type of a thing, uh, what are we dealing with right now? What, what do we need to take down to begin to take back territory? So that's basically where I was going with that uh, when we push the record button. 
Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, the thing about it is, is we've got to be invested into, we've got to be invested into spirituals now. Right, right. And taking authority in, in spirituals. You know, what struck me the other day was, you know, the message that Jesus preached all the time was the kingdom. And right, uh, right. That was, he said, I've got to preach this message all in other towns also, which is the message or the gospel of the kingdom of God. And, um, and then when he said in the commission, he said, I want you to go into all the world and preach this message to every creature, to all right. creatures. Right. So to every situation, to every creature, we're not just talking about people, but to, to everything that we speak to, we need to be declaring the government of God into those situations, the dominion right. that comes from heaven all authority, all dominion has been given to me in heaven and earth. We need to be declaring that and preaching that to every creature, to every right. situation. And right now we should disengage ourselves emotionally from, from what's actually going on, uh, you know, because it's easy to get sucked into the, the whole hype of it because, first of all, media is really ramping up the, the you know, the the whole uh, emotion of it, the, you know, feely, feely, touchy, touchy kind of stuff. And then it's, it's very um, strategic in that they want to bring division because the more emotion there is, the more divisive it becomes. Right, and right. So we've got to disengage from that kind of, you know, if anything, disengage from the news media. I, I just am, am flabbergasted how much... The, the church is engaged in mass media and right. they, they will be able to tell you what mass media is saying beyond what God is saying, you know, and what the kingdom of God is saying. So um, disengage from that and get more engaged in, in the spirituals, which means you've got to go to the word. You've got to find right. out what the principles, the laws of the spirit are and, and become discerning of in that area. You cannot be engaged emotionally in something in that in the physical realm, natural realm, what's going on around you, what people are doing, flesh and blood is doing, and then try and be engaged spiritually and hearing what God's saying. It's just not possible. Right. Well, the thing you're the thing that you're kind of making a key of right there is investing, investing emotionally. Yeah. Whatever you invest in, that's what you're going to be watching continually because you're invested in it yeah. so if you're invested in something emotionally if you're invested in something if your life is invested in something that's what you're that's what's going to weigh and balance what you not only think about but it directs your life at that point yeah. so we got to watch what we invest in right now uh as far as our um because it says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal exactly so even though I may, I may have guns, I have, I have some guns, uh, but I don't trust in the spirit, in the, in the spear, in the chariot, in the horses. No. It says, don't, it even says that in the old covenant, don't do that. Don't trust in. Some may things. trust in horses and some may trust in chariots. Right, right. No. Uh, but I will trust in the Lord, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the main thing is, is, is where is our trust in right now? Because exactly. we may know how to do these things. We may know how to do battle, uh, even on social media or whatever. But 
if we don't take the battle to the gate properly, if we don't realize who our enemy is, because uh, my enemy is not um, is not the government. My <laughs> my my enemy is what's behind that thrust that's behind it. And if we take down that, because it says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. If that's the case, then not only do I have to believe that, that whatever I'm doing is mighty to the pulling down of the stronghold, but I have to believe that I'm fighting against the, the stronghold that needs to be taken down at this point. Yeah. Because uh, I can't just, once again, specifically, I can't just blast out there into the air and expect something to be done. Yeah. So, uh, and, and like I said earlier, it's, it's like, it's like the Holy spirit is a bird dog. Yeah. It's like he goes through the bushes and flushes out the demonic, whatever it is, so that you can see it and shoot at it. Yeah. And if we just trust him enough to flush it so that we're able to shoot, um, because right now, a lot of it's hidden. Uh, it's the hidden things of darkness. A lot of these things hide themselves so that you can't, they're not supposed to be out there um, flamboyant and whatever, even though it seems like it more so these days. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if they're hidden, that means that they can be flushed out. Yeah. So the light can come to that. And so the what we're waiting, not what we're waiting for, but as you begin to pray specifically for things, you watch to see what the Holy Spirit is shining the light on or what he's flushing. Um, I keep going back to that hunting term because that's what we're doing right now. We're hunting. Yeah. At least, at least I am, you know, cause I, I am a warrior. I was born to do that, but I was also trained to help other warriors learn how to fight, not just to sit here and say, well, whatever happens is going to happen. And we'll just have to ride it through and trust God, bless God. I mean, you don't, you don't do that, you know, as a warrior or as a son of God, this is a, we're not supposed to just sit back and let everything happen. Um, the, the post that I just posted here, when was it last night and this morning, um, it went out by, um, um, internet last night, but it went out by text this morning, but the very first thing that the enemy does in Isaiah, it says that whenever the Assyrian comes, which is the enemy, the first thing he does is he says, I have removed the boundaries of the people. Then I've, then I've uh, put down the inhabitants like a valiant man. Then I reached into their nests and grabbed all their treasures and nobody moved the wing, opened the mouth or peeped because we didn't know where the boundaries are anymore. We didn't know where the extent of the kingdom lies. We didn't know what the promises were that, are, that said, no, this is the territory that I have. This is who you are. This is what belongs to me. This is what, you know, um, he's going to rule and reign until all enemies come under his feet, you know, till the kingdoms of men become the kingdoms of our God. <clears throat> so it's a matter right now of taking back territory that we've just allowed things just to come in and come over the wall and do whatever they want to do. And um, uh, do we have the authority to do that? Yes, we do. All authority in heaven and earth has been given unto him. Now you go. So it's our not responsibility, but as a son of God, that's what I'm doing. That's what we're doing right now is taking back, taking dominion where we're supposed to take dominion.
And that's that's putting order into things, you know. So we have got to order things spiritually first before right. to be ordered in the natural. Right. And, uh, and uh, the order is the kingdom of God. That's the true order, which is right about the boundaries, the, the lines that are falling into pleasant places. And and that's what, what Satan wants to obscure so that you you know, you either overthink yourself, which which is what he did. He over he over exaggerated his own his own boundaries, right. or he wants to diminish them in your life so that uh, either way you you are paralyzed because you are either feel like you've got too much authority or you've got too little authority. You know, so right, um, you cannot exercise dominion. I mean, if we go back to Genesis, we just see. What Adam did, Adam was given authority by God. It's, um, where's that scripture? I'm looking up one right now, too, where it says he will order it and establish it with justice and judgment. Right. You know, so he can establish that kingdom once again. And that's that's the difference between a bush and a garden. A bush is unorderly or disorderly, and a garden is an ordered bush. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, these bushes being placed in order so that they produce properly. But God says to, to about man, and he says, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over the livestock and over all the earth, over all the earth and over all the creatures that move along the ground. And so God created man in his own image and the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. And then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful. And increase in number, fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea, birds of the air, over every living creature that moves on the ground. So, you know, the rulership, another translation says, take charge. Take charge, have dominion, have authority, take, take ruler, have dominion over, over all the works of his hands, all the works of his hands, not over people, but over the works of his hand. You see, Satan's initiative is to rule over people and to order people, but but um, not that wasn't God's that wasn't God's plan for mankind. Right, right. Um, and so, if we go back to Genesis, our our very authority is to order creation. That's why Adam named all the animals because he was ordering that whole all creation he was giving them identity. Etc. And so um, that's what we need to return back to and begin to order the garden, order the garden of your nation, you know, by right. taking dominion, not over people, but speaking, speak, preach the kingdom of God, kingdom of God order. That's the boundaries. The boundaries is the reign, the rule, the dominion of Christ as king and begin to speak it to to institutions, speak it into the kingdoms of this world, which we know is made up of all those things, media, uh, governments, politics, um, you know, religion, and all the rest of it. We need to be speaking the order of God into those things. Right. The, the thing that, you, that we ended last year with, <laughs> the very verse, was... The one I was thinking of, and um, well, unto us the child is born, unto us the son is given. Anyway, um, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty of God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the increase of his 
government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of david upon his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and with justice from hence more hence will perform this so if that's the case then the very first order of that is how does he order it with judgment and with justice hmm. so first of all comes the judgment and it's not it's not on the people like you said it says this privilege and psalms it says this privilege have all the saints to bind their nobles with fetters of iron and their kings with whatever but that is our privilege to be able to do that right. and to pass it says to pass upon them the judgment written yes so what we're doing is find out what is written concerning this thing and then begin to say this is the judgment this is what god says this is what he determines concerning this and now comes the justice yes yeah absolutely. where is that psalm, psalm 10 it's not 103 it's psalm something uh, I'm just looking at that one you were just quoting now. Um, yeah, in, in, in Isaiah 9, great and vast is his dominion. Yes. He will bring immeasurable peace and prosperity. You see, that's kingdom. Yes. Peace and prosperity, which is immeasurable. He will rule on David's throne and over David's kingdom to establish and uphold it by promoting justice and righteousness from this time forward and forevermore. The marvelous passion that the Lord Yahweh, command of angel armies, has for his people will ensure that it is finished or done. That's so right. powerful, man. That is so powerful. <laughs> oh, here it is. Psalm 149, verse 6 and 7. It says, let the high praises of God be in their mouth, a yeah. two-edged sword in their hand, to execute, to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people. Of course, that's not what we're against right now uh because it it does say that we're against powers and print pallies and rulers of darkness not against um flesh and blood to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them the judgment written this honor have all the saints praise ye the lord so once again to take back what is the judgment written concerning these things? What is the judgment written concerning the um, the spirit behind all the pedophilia? Yes. You know, the the God Molech, you know, the basically the sacrificing of children for our own for our own pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, that type of thing, you know, it's it's more specific to execute upon them, these particular nobles, these kings, to bind them and to execute upon them the judgment written. And so to, to it'll be ordered and established, ordered first, then established through, through judgment. And this is what we're talking about here. There's a judgment that has been already written concerning these things. And, and then justice forevermore. So... Yeah there is going to be justice. It's just a matter of, it's going to take somebody standing up and taking dominion again, not, not with fleshly whatever, but it is going to take, it is going to take taking down these enemies. Otherwise it's going to happen over and over and over and over and over again. 
Well, that's it. Uh, you know, we've got to operate in these things by faith. And, and, and right. faith, faith cannot be exercised against people, but for people. If we exercise in faith against people, it's witchcraft. Right. But for people, uh, that is um, love. <laughs> so, you know, we've got, to, we've got to measure ourselves and discern within our own heart what we are, where we are invested. We've got to be right. invested in faith, in releasing the kingdom of God at such a time as this. That's, Jesus said, this is what you ought to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed is your name. Um, your kingdom come. Right. Your will be done where on earth as just it is like in it is. heaven. Yeah, just yeah. like it is in heaven. Yeah, just like it is. And the thing about because it's the blueprint. We've we've got to bring the blueprint. We're agents of his kingdom blueprint to the earth. Right. Not our institution, not our organization, <coughs> not our not our religion, but right. his blueprint to the earth. And it's like you sent out a, a message um, this morning um, on Occupy. No, yesterday was occupied till till I come and uh, there's so much stuff um, and and uh, and and that's what it is is like to to possess the land right with, with the with the authority that we have in him in Christ we've got to be right. invested and the only way to do that is to be invested in his word invested in his kingdom to bring his kingdom to earth. Oh, and the thing about that I really want to mention about occupy. Occupy is not leaving. You cannot occupy if you're wanting to escape. Right. So many people in, in the body of Christ right now are going, many members of the body of Christ are saying, uh, you see, the rapture is nearly here. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, the thing is you're missing the point. The point is, is that, God doesn't want us taken out. He wants us to preach the gospel of the kingdom to the right. whole, all of creation. Then the end will come. Right. So he's not wanting us to leave and go to heaven. He wants us to bring heaven and his will to the earth. It says we're supposed to rule and reign in life. Right. As one in Christ Jesus. Yes. Not in heaven. We're yes. to rule and reign in life as yeah. one in Christ Jesus. So to, to go back to that ruling and reigning, take dominion, uh, those type of things, most people would just prefer just to kind of bump along in life on, on a, like the roller coaster ride. You yeah. know, let me just get on this ride and I'll ride it till the end until I die. Mm -hmm. And uh, you and I have talked about this before. Are we just in the, at the point of just existing? Yeah. Do we just exist in order to finally uh, give up the ghost and go be with our savior. No, we had a savior because we needed a savior in this life. Not, we don't need a savior in heaven. We yeah. need a savior here. We needed the Messiah. Now it's the Messiah in you. Our whole perspective should come from being seated at the right hand of the father in his kingdom, in yeah. heavenly places. Right. So that's our perspective now is to see things from that point. Yeah. And at that point is when you can begin to operate in faith. It's not looking at it, looking at everything from where, you know, we're seated physically. I mean, that would be 
that would shake anybody up. Yeah. But to see things seated from where we're actually seated at the right hand of the father in the heavenly place, because it says, as he is right now, as he is right now, so are you in this world. If that's the case, then let's start being that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I started, I started, I think this week, last week, I can't remember. But anyway, I did, uh, I did a one or two podcast episodes on, on in, in that, that the future for us is secure. Because <laughs> for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. It doesn't matter what happens. You know, we've got to begin to, like you say, have this heavenly perspective. In fact, I think that's what he, not I think I know, he says this in, um, in Colossians. Um, let me just get there quickly. In Colossians chapter 3, um, he says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts, that word hearts there is minds. Set right. your mindset on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And then it goes on to say, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. <laughs> so it's like, um, yeah, anyway, I'm not going to get into that right now. Uh, but the thing about <laughs> it is, is where we set our mindset. We cannot be setting our mindset. You cannot set your mind on people or systems of this world or institutions of this world because they created the problems they're not right. going to solve the problem you know so only christ's king his kingship and his kingdom is what orders everything right right and well, during the time of christ what was he dealing with sorry what was during the time of christ what was he dealing with he was dealing with the roman government with with the Sanhedrin, with, I mean, there were so many different things. He was, but yet he chose to be in this world, but not a part of it. You're right. He chose not to involve himself or even spend that much time thinking about it. Well, that, that's the truth. He, I mean, he just dismissed that as, like, um, you know, he never ever dealt with that because he was dealing with, with the, the realm of kingdoms. That's what he was dealing with. Right, right. Because at one point he says, when when a stronger than than uh, you know when an armed person has, um, when a stronger one comes, he binds him and and um, right. takes takes his treasure. You know, so we we've got to recognize, yeah. And when when the disciples, I mean, when when the apostles and the disciples began through the Book of Acts, you can just see how, as as Paul and and, and Barnabas go or Silas go into a city how the whole thing is shaken and they didn't do anything really. I mean, except preach the kingdom of God where they went. And so they come there preaching, right. uh, you know, uh, the king and his kingdom and the whole something begins to a conflict begins to happen in the heavenlies that manifests in all sorts of things happening around them. But uh, we've got to begin to set the boundaries and, and set the order of the kingdom of God by taking authority Right, because that's the first thing the enemy takes, as it says in Isaiah, is he comes to take the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. If he can move your boundaries, if he can take away any boundaries that you have in your life, not only do you, do, do you not know how far the enemy can come, but you don't know how far you can actually go. That's right. 
So to reestablish those boundaries and say, hey, how far can I actually go in this? Yeah. How far does the kingdom of God extend in this right now? Am I supposed to be not just preaching this, but am I supposed to be taking this territory? So, and that's part of the question, not questions you ask, but it's a matter of, I guess that's where you said earlier, you know, to invest yourself right now in the word of God, because that's what's going to give us, it says the judgment written. That's what's going to give us the ability to execute this judgment is because we, if we know what is already written, uh, Christ even did that when Satan came to him, he said, it is written. I mean, yeah. if he did it, if it's good enough for him, why can't that be good enough for us? Oh, exactly. But the thing is, if if we if we figure that this is just a book, right? You know, that you preach from, uh, you know, it's or just a manual. But this is a constitution of the kingdom. This right. is what is that declares what is the constitution of the kingdom of heaven. It tells us what are the laws, the principles, what are the boundaries of the kingdom of heaven. It tells you. What, what we can and can't do and what works and what doesn't work. It tells us there. It describes what is in the yeah. spirit realm. This is kind of when you open it up, you begin to understand the heavenlies, you know. So what did you call that? You called what? it a manual, right? A manual, yeah. Yeah, isn't that what Christ was called? Emmanuel? <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to roll today? Huh? Uh, no, no, not quite. <laughs> I wouldn't call that a roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got one of those. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I've got one. In fact, I can't even tell whether or not I have a belt on this morning. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, oh gosh. Talk about having naval maneuvers. I, I look down and I see mine. You know, I go, oh man, that's a, that's a sad, sad thing to have naval maneuvers. In a V E L. <laughs> it's like one guy said he said when he when he dances in the spirit he said his his, his belly is so big his navel leaves sucker marks on his forehead <laughs> that's probably true too <laughs> sad it's so sad well there's anyway. so much there's so much uh, you know just looking at that i i was watching a documentary one time about this cult that was up in Arizona someplace up in the mountains <clears throat> and all of a sudden I I they had their little music thing going on you know before their service <laughs> like we all do and uh these these ladies started dancing and I realized that the same spirit the same it wasn't just the same dance the same spirit was there when they were doing that, that I've noticed so many times in the church when some people start dancing. And I thought that's where we've come. We've become so close to where now we can't even discern what is the spirit of God and what's the spirit of Satan or the spirit of this world. We can't tell the difference. And so we just let it go on thinking that it's God, thinking that it's the spirit, not wanting to offend anybody, and allowing those things rather than saying, no, there's a line in the sand here. There's a line that says, no, we're here to promote the kingdom of God, not this other spirit. Yeah. And that's where that's where that um, somebody came out, I think it was this morning, 
uh, one of the international groups that I'm, I'm with right now. And they were talking about the, the spirit of Python and they were after the spirit of Python. And I, I, I didn't dig too far into it because I wanted to figure out where they're kind of where they were going. But um, the, when it talks about prophecy in the word of God, there's about five different ways to prophesy. Uh, one of them is the spirit of prophecy, which is in um, Revelation, uh, which talks about the spirit of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Anybody that testifies of Christ is operating by the spirit of prophecy. Okay, plain and simple. Uh, there's the gift of prophecy, uh, which is the Holy Spirit charisma in, in uh, Romans 12. Uh, there's the manifestation of prophecy uh, in 1 Corinthians 12. Uh, there's the... Um, uh, I forget the other one. Oh, there's the office prophet, the Doma prophet in Ephesians. So there's several different ways to prophesy. Uh, and that one's the gift by Jesus Christ, by the way, the Doma one. The other one's by the Holy Spirit, which is a different, anyway, getting off into something else. But the, the main thing is it says that there's this one lady that followed around. I think it was Paul and somebody else, Paul and somebody. Anyway, it, it troubled them, but yet she kept prophesying she kept saying these are men of the most high god hear ye them now most of us in our christian sectors would say wow this is great it's so spiritual wow. oh yeah yeah and somebody somebody is confirming or affirming that i'm of christ i mean this is great but it troubled them so much so that finally after several days paul turns around and rebukes the thing and tells it to come out it says that it was a spirit of it was a divination spirit of divination the word there for divination is the word puthos or python. It's, it's the same. You think it's the same thing. You think it's the voice of God. You think it's, it's something that's prophesying, but it's prophesying by a different spirit. It's yeah. a spirit of divination, not a spirit of prophecy. And that's where you begin, because it's not the testimony of Jesus Christ at that point, even yeah. though it sounds just like it. But somehow when a, when a Python operates, it's a constrictor. What it does is it comes in, and as soon as you take a breath in, it doesn't do anything. But as soon as you let the breath out, the Python constricts around you or constricts around the animal to where it takes up that space where the breath once was. And then you try That's to breathe. Better. Yeah. And then you try to breathe in again. You can't quite breathe in as much because that space has been taken up. You breathe out again, constricts more, until finally you cannot breathe in the breath of life anymore. Yeah. And that's basically what happens, because sometimes you feel this prophecy or somebody says something, you go, oh, man, somehow all the air just got sucked out of the room. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's that spirit of puthos or python, yeah. which is a divination. It's not but that's one of those things, again, to realize which is the kingdom of God and which is the one that comes in, like Ezekiel says, and sets its pillars right beside mine, mm -hmm. sets its thresholds right beside mine, but it's not me. Yeah. <clears throat> so what I'm doing, son of man, is telling you to show the house to the house of Israel. And if they're ashamed of their iniquities, then show them the patterns thereof, forms thereof, and the goings out and the comings in thereof, and all the laws thereof, and the ordinances thereof, and blah, 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 blah. But the problem is we's not, we've not been able to discern the distinction between the two. Because we don't want to, number one, either we don't want to offend somebody, or we just don't know where the lines are anymore. 
Well, we've become 1 Corinthians chapter 3, where we're so carnal that we, we cannot understand the deep things of spiritual nature. You know, we cannot understand the pneumaticos of God. Right. And that's what Paul says. He says, I, I do, now concerning spirituals, pneumaticos, I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren. Right. We come, I mean, you and I, we come back to this so often, you know, but that that is the bottom line of it is we need to (laughs) learn to be discerning of what is spirituals and what is not, you know. And what's crazy is the next three chapters are the things we're most ignorant about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the latter half of 12, 13, and 14, we're ignorant of that. And it talks about the authority of God. It talks about how Jesus works, how Christ works in the church. It yeah. talks about the function of the Holy Spirit, talks about the function of the Father. Those three distinct things in 12. Then it yeah. talks about love in 13. And then it t- talks about order <laughs> in 14. So you're going, this is crazy. These are things we're most ignorant of. And the very first thing he starts out with, with brethren about spirituals now, I would not have you ignorant. Yeah. And then we go into this whole three chapter thing that we're most ignorant of. Well, I mean, it starts so, off with, he talks, he talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he says, you know, that the spiritual man is able to discern, understand, and apply spiritual things. Right. Being, being, he can judge spiritual things. And he says, but the natural man, the carnal man, can't. And then he goes on to explain who we are as the temple of God. Right. <laughs> and you, we can't even discern who the temple is because we've become so religious in our perspective and that we cannot establish ourselves in spirituals. We have to, and that takes us back to carnality. Carnality is the difference between who's Paul, who's Apollos, who's Christ. I'm of, I'm for, I'm not with. And so we begin to choose sides. Division comes in and now suddenly the true purpose of who we are as the fellow laborers as the as the field of the the farm of god begins to be totally um, lost in the whole perspective that we are the temple of god carrying the glory of god within us is lost right yeah even in simplicity you think about what happened to us way back when i first started going to church which is when i was born <laughs> uh you know because i was taken uh, every time the church doors were open i was there hmm. now once again we call it the church doors. It's the church. That building was the church. Yeah. So whenever you go to this place, oh, don't wear your hat in the sanctuary. Yeah. Cause God is in there. <laughs> yeah. He's in the sanctuary. Yeah. So don't, you know, don't, don't be loud in here. This is the sanctuary. No, you are the sanctuary. You are my church, not this building. And somehow we got that ingrained in us over the course of years to where now all of a sudden it's taken on a whole new meaning, a whole new thing where, where we don't even know where that boundary is anymore. And to start taking that back even and say, no, this isn't the house of God. You are. Well, authority starts in identifying that. Right. Because if we don't identify who we are and what we are. Right. You know, we're still looking for the authority to be in the institution, in the building. In the yeah, that's building. true. That's true. So, because we, we, you know, who are we? We're we in just, the service. 
Yeah, we're just the conquered, we're the conquered few, you know, or the conquered right. many, the elites. And we still got this whole mentality. The elites are those that are so spiritual, they can prophesy from the pulpit, you know, but not us. We don't right. have any authority because we don't understand we are the church with the glory of God within us. We are his field. We are, you know, his workmanship. We don't understand that, you know, we, well, not we don't understand it. We just don't believe it because the, the order of that has been taken out of us. And so right. we go back to back to the religious idea, you know, is that first off the temple, which was way back then, um, the temple had the glory in the Holy of Holies and Moses and Joshua went there to meet the cloud. We're still trying to get a cloud into our meetings today, into our building. Right. It's like a big thing. Have you seen like, we saw a cloud, you know, it's yeah. just like, boo-hoo. I don't mean to belittle what you think you saw, but honestly, it we carry the cloud all the time. The Shekinah glory is where? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Waiting yeah. to get into the glory. Yeah. We, <laughs> or the anointing. Let's get into the anointing. Are yeah. you serious? We're in it. That's who we are. We carry the Messiah. Not exactly. wait to get into it. We are light. Yes. We yeah. carry the light. We are, you know, we are the, 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 the kingdom is yeast. The kingdom is in us. We're the yeast. We're the agents of yeast. We're the agents of light. We've got to be shining. We've got to be with the salt of the earth. If you don't understand that, you'll never ever you know be able to bring the order of god's kingdom to the earth cannot do it we right. got to go back to basics you know back to fundamentals in the in this whole thing is that because with um without understanding who you are who god's made you without understanding your source your identity you have no authority right. the authority does not lay in somebody prophesying over tv you know it right i mean you know well, thank god for it yeah it doesn't lie either in the fact of waiting for whoever's in charge of that particular meeting to get into the anointing because huh. a lot of times we'll sit there and we'll moan and wail and and pray and and whatever trying to get uh, it's almost like uh, my wife used to say all the time why are they trying to conjure up god you know, you get this picture of people just sitting there stirring the pot until he shows up. You were supposed to have brought him. Yeah, exactly. Well, you did. But, yeah. but, but you know, we, we're so focused on this outward natural thing. And that's what I want to say within the nation, within the nations, is that don't look at the natural. Don't look at the physical. Right, right. Look at what, what is the blueprint of heaven. That's all we've got to look at. And if you don't know, you've got to go back to the word and find it out. Right. That, that's about you talk about that i i was just thinking the other day about i sat in a meeting with a bunch of guys and the leader of the guys had decided this was the agenda for me and uh so they sit around in this meeting and now it's all the prophecies and stuff and you know and they're going did you i mean it was just oh you know and everybody leaves there, did you sense the presence of God in this? And I'm going, no, I did not. All I sensed was everybody. And and the Spirit of God began to warn me that something is coming bad that was coming. And they were like really pushing this agenda, manipulating this agenda. And it wasn't God. It was like 
all right. these words and prophecies and and it was god wasn't in any of this stuff the life was being squeezed out of me i could feel it you know it's just like it wasn't empowering it was disempowering totally and yeah uh, the python yeah the python. it was yeah I, could feel, I couldn't breathe brother i couldn't yeah. breathe and and then god says to me sean run 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 it was too late. I can't run. I should have run. <laughs> but it was, you know, that's exactly what you're talking about. Is like we we trying to conjure up something to get our agenda in, and what we're not right. doing is going back to the order of God's word, order of God's kingdom. You know, it's 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 kind of funny because um, uh, it says submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Okay, submit is the word tithomai or tithomai or hupo <coughs> hupotosomai i'm sorry hupotosomai. which doesn't matter to anybody anyway because uh, it's a greek word so uh, greek. <laughs> yeah it's all greek to me uh but but hupo meaning to come under tasso is the orderly arrangement right. yeah and fashion so we are to come under that order that god has already set and then you can resist the devil and he will flee. Well, then you bring order. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, because you're resisting what you're supposed to resist. Yeah. And you're reestablishing the boundaries, of the ancient landmarks that the God has already put in place. Yeah. That's what so, yeah, because you're submitting to his order. Yeah. So he'll order it and establish it with justice and our judgment and justice. So it's just a matter of finding out what his order is. Um, and that's always amazed me. I know we've said this before, or I've said this before, but, but God very specifically says things in a way in the scripture, he orders it a certain way. So when he says that Christ is first the way, then the truth, then the life, why would he put it in that way? Why would he put it in that order? Because if we don't know the way of God, we never will come to that spirit of truth of it. And if we never come to the spirit of truth behind it, we never come into the life of that thing. Yeah. So he always comes in that way, the way, the truth, and the life. He always shows you the way, because there's a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof is death. But he always brings us into his way, because that's what he desires, is for us to be ordered and established with judgment and justice otherwise otherwise we can't take dominion we're just here flailing around like fish out of a water out of water somewhere looking looking for the river of god to hop back into yeah and it's not coming because out of your belly is supposed to flow the river we're looking for a river to hop into yeah exactly. so anyway yeah. i'm i'm hopping up on my on my soapbox again here but uh <laughs> No, it's good. It's good. Well, uh, thank you for joining us in our discussion again this morning. We uh, trust. Are we you. done? Yeah, we are done. <laughs> <laughs> Time is up. Um, we we hope you were inspired and encouraged and uh, emboldened in the things of the Spirit of God. Hey, uh, um, we we trust that you will take some of these principles and um, and discern them, understand them, and apply them to where you are right now. Thank you for being with us again. From Stephen Sean, God bless you and have a great week. <clears throat>
and I can find my little...